irockradio.me real rock and real variety coming for the throne that is otherwise and i am still sitting here with ryan and tony from the band otherwise looking forward to the new album but you guys are already just you know hitting the ground and running with the new tour uh as this is being recorded tomorrow you're going from lancaster to washington to play with corn and then you've got uh moonstock festival with Ozzy, Five Finger Death Punch, and uh, what's the other one? Ink, Ink in the Clink. Ink in the Clink. Theater of a Dead Man, All That Remains, uh, In This Moment, who we were talking about earlier. Yes, yes. And uh, by, by the way, we didn't even touch on this, that uh, Adrian actually sang backups on a track within this moment? Yeah, he did a duet with uh, In This Moment back in 2010. That was actually our first foyer into the national scene. At the time, uh, In This Moment was releasing uh, the song as a single, the song was called The Promise. So uh, at that time, my brother and I, we were otherwise was still unsigned. And we had gotten this opportunity because um, there's a producer that works all in this moment's albums named Kevin Chirko. And we were working with him doing some demoing, demoing out some songs. And uh, they wanted a male vocalist. And, and Chirko said, you know, uh, I got this guy in town who can do it. And my brother got a chance. It was just supposed to be uh, demo tracks for other guys to hear the song, other big name artists. Right. And mm-hmm. it ended up working out. My brother did such a great job on the song. They figured, hey, just keep him on the track. We'll use him. And uh, that was actually the Mayhem Fest 2010. My brother and I both, they were performing the song. So we jumped in our mom's minivan and we followed the Mayhem Festival just to perform the one song. And that's, get our name out there. That's crazy. And so my brother would do the one song, and then we would jump into the crowd with a bucket and some of our EPs at the time. <laughs> the EP was called Some Kind of Alchemy, and we would just try and get five bucks money. an EP. Or yeah, yeah. We, we actually said, "Hey, whatever you want." You know, sometimes we'd get a quarter, five bucks mainly. Sometimes we'd get twenty bucks, and we just went. Awesome. It was really, it was really uh, cool. And there's still now, fast forward seven years later, and there's still people who come to shows and they're like, first time I met you guys was at, it's not a lot, but a lot of, uh, some people are like, first time I ever saw you guys was at Mayhem Fest. You guys had a gas bucket and you were singing one song. I'm like, yes. You guys are <laughs> lifelong fans, you know? I'll, I'll tell you what, for, for a while, you didn't see many bands, you know, paying, paying their dues anymore, but it seems as though with, uh, with the way the the music industry has took a turn with you know more online sales yeah. and everything uh, bands have to rely more on touring on their connection with the fans with communicating with the fans and a, a lot of the bands out of southern california and and uh, vegas is that you guys get it you guys truly get it so i i, I love the attitude that i always see from from you guys when i when i see you perform um you know, I wasn't I wasn't bullshitting your manager when I said you guys made my birthday weekend. Uh-huh. This is my birthday weekend, oh, dude, and I get birthday, to see you guys man. again. And the first time I saw you guys, it was your birthday. I bought you a shot of Jaeger. Here, and yeah, yeah, that's and, right. I remember when. And I uh, I'm not gonna that. do a shot of Jaeger. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not drinking, so I'll, I'll do a shot of um, cucumber watermelon water. There you, you go. All right. <laughs> but um, no, you guys always have a very positive attitude, and the one thing that you guys always throw out in your show, uh, I, it, I don't know if I have the words exact, but we are otherwise, you are otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all are otherwise. Yeah, no. uh, where where did that actually come from? 
Uh, well, it's just kind of uh, you know a statement to the people who support us that yeah. uh, it's like well the word otherwise itself you know other than supposed you know so it's kind of like a hopeful mantra of, of saying like you're 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 more than what anybody thinks you are you know and, and we're more than what a lot of people in this industry have thought that we were and that our our own um, you know self restricting thoughts have been imposed on us of we're more than this we're we're in this together we're all otherwise you know the magic of being able to play our songs and f having such passionate fans in the markets, whether it's five fans or a hundred or a thousand fans, you know, our fans really lift us up, you know, when we think we can't go on or we think like, what are we doing playing rock and roll? And uh, they're, they're there for us. So when it's hard for us to be otherwise, we see the fans and they're like, okay, you guys are otherwise. You guys are the ones who are making this happen. We're just the vessel for the, for the music to be played. And so it's a, it's a community thing, and that's what makes yeah. our fans so awesome. Some quick things to kind of go off into a different direction, just to kind of get to know you guys a little bit better. Four favorites. Uh, we'll just ask you a quick, uh, quick uh, cat category. Yes. <laughs> Butt cheeks. <laughs> Onion quick Category, rings. and then you answer. You, you got it. You got it. You got it. Body part, right? <laughs> um, movie. The Crow. Pulp Fiction. Ooh, nice. Pulp Fiction. Favorite food. Pizza. Cheeseburgers. Album of all time. Shreeping Ryan's by Arterwise. <laughs> no, uh, of all time, man. You know, I would say, uh, have you ever heard of the band Mute Math? I have not, no. Okay, that one of my favorite bands of all time is Mute Math, and they came out with a self-titled uh, record, Mute Math, in okay. 2006. It's one of my favorite records of all time, for sure. All right. Mute Math. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. I would say uh, Diamond Eyes by the Deftones. Okay. Ooh. Very nice. And favorite pastime? <laughs> Making fun of Tony. <laughs> I can understand that too. Um, practicing. Practicing. Uh, yeah, I would say probably, um, I don't know, working out. Working out. Getting it's different shape. on the road. You know, you have to find different pastimes. You know, like uh, the stuff we do at home is a little different than what we do on the road. Yeah, very. Actually. Ryan, yes. what is one guilty pleasure that Tony has that most people don't know about? Uh, this guy cannot live without Starbucks. Really? <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah, he needs Starbucks. <laughs> all right. He gets us all on Starbucks kicks. I'm like, I, I drink Starbucks with him almost every day, and I, every day I remember that I actually hate Starbucks, but I, his passion for it is so, like... <laughs> like Fiery. Yeah, it just envelopes the whole band. So we're just like, well, it's Starbucks time. <laughs> And like our fans hook us up with like gift cards and stuff, like and they keep getting it. It's 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 nice. What's what's uh, one secret skill that Ryan has that most people don't know about? <laughs> A secret skill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, like at first I thought it was gonna be you and Adrian, so it was like you know just uh, brothers yeah, doing yeah, this, yeah, but yeah. but you guys are brothers on the road, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's better than most people at um, at reading music on guitar and like I'm like a theory nut and I love to to read and understand music but I've seen him before pick up the book and like play the part that's written down on sheet music which is like that's a school thing oh okay that's that's something you have to get schooled on and really practice and then you kind of forget if you don't do it but it ended up, he knows how to do that and I bet you a lot of people out there don't okay 
I barely Very know how cool. to read like books though. Like words. <laughs> like words. Like English words. <laughs> Tony's still teaching you how yeah, to read, exactly right? With that. <laughs> so let's talk about the new album and then uh, then we'll let you guys get ready for the show. Yeah. But you guys are finished with the recording process. Yes. Correct? Mastered. It's all in. Just a few days ago we, we were listening to the mastered uh, versions on the road. Uh, the album was in. We're like, wow, it's done. What would you say is the difference? The you know as far as the progression goes between the albums that have been out so far, and where you're at now with this new album, what can people expect? I would say it probably comes down to two things. Um, on this record, we are able to one take our time with the record. Uh, it took us a little over five months to record. At wow. some points, it was uh, a little long-winded and you know too much like okay come on let's record but at the same time there's other times we're like okay let's go back let's visit let's visit things we with the other records it was okay we have this date to this date and i'm here from this part to this part get it done and that's it and uh this this record with bob marlette uh was a lot more relaxed and um it gave us a chance to kind of flourish with our you know our expression and then the second point i would say is definitely the uh, contributions and the the artistic you know uh, vision of tony and brian as a drummer Mm -hmm. uh working with tony especially my brother and i we were able to really uh this guy's like an encyclopedia of sound and theory and 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 instruments multi-instrumentalist and so he was able to help on every single aspect. And uh, I would say he's probably the best musician that's been in this band. So it really comes through in this record because we're able to, my brother and I were able to express our visions, you know, mm-hmm. even if it was a drum part or a different harmony or a different melody. And Tony was able to kind of be a reference point and, 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 and put in his two cents, you know, with songs like Sleeping Lions and Angry Heart and Dead in the Air and, and, and you know, throughout the entire record. There's really a new, um, vibrant, energetic sound. When we're heavier, uh, when there's heavy parts of Sleeping Lions, it's heavier and it's more in a pocket, and and it's just it's 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 stronger. There's more of a groove to it. And then the softer aspects of our band, because that's really otherwise is is very uh, we can be heavy and aggressive, but we can also be very light and uh, you know soulful. And so the lighter aspects of the album are more musical and more dynamic. And uh, I think you're just, I, you're going to hear a more refined, uh, more mature aspect of otherwise. It's going to rock harder and it's going to, you know, be more sensual at the same time. Great. Well, we are definitely looking forward to it. And again, thank you very much to, uh, to both of you for coming over and, you know, spending some time Absolutely. with us here. Thank you. We appreciate it. Tony, Ryan from the band Otherwise. And we'll get back into the music right now. It's irockradio.me. irockradio.me, real rock and real variety. It is Jay Hunter. I am hanging out at the back of the Chameleon Club with Ryan Patrick and also Tony from the band Otherwise. How you doing, guys? What's up, man? What's going on? Glad to have you guys joining us and glad to see you back on the road. Yes, we're very excited and we're happy to be here on a Friday night in Lancaster. 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 You guys have a soft spot for Lancaster. Do, do you hang out with the Amish? <laughs> yeah, do, you know, the you? bread, the bread. Bread is just so good. It's so fresh. It has to be. The furniture is so damn uncomfortable. <laughs> they churn their own butter. <laughs> That's why you wanted to come here. Yeah. Right? So, now how many years have uh, 
have you guys been together? I mean, Tony, I know you just, uh, well, I shouldn't say just, you joined the band a few years ago now. It, it's felt like yesteryear, but it was like it three like years. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, Ryan, how long have, have you guys been together now? It's been... Uh, well, uh, well, my brother and I have been together since I came out of the womb. Well, yes. <laughs> and, uh, we started playing music together about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago now. So okay. uh, let's see, 17, 20, yeah, about 12 years. I uh, joined the band uh, 2005, 2006 time. And uh, we've just been, we were in Las Vegas for many years, uh, playing the circuit. Bars. Yeah, you know, the whole uh, growing up in Vegas and everything, like, that's not a normal childhood upbringing, is it? <laughs> it's very different. Yeah. So, like, you, you grew up learning blackjack? And <laughs> yeah, exactly. To us, it is normal because it's what our childhood was. But then when you realize what other people's upbringings are like, sure, yeah, it's definitely different. But it, there's also somewhat of a, a town around the Strip. You know, gotcha. there's, there's still hiking and, and water parks and, you know, basketball games and, and, and Sunday yeah. football and... Uh, but then, you know, Sunday night uh, strip clubs also. So awesome. <laughs> growing up, too. And you had that, like, right when you were a senior in high school, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, fake IDs were as easy to get as, you know, I am, detention slips. I, I have to admit, I am a Las Vegas virgin. Oh, man. I, I am. I was going to come out. Bro? I was going to come out for Rockin' to Spring, and then, you know, you life happened. Scars and, and Stripe. Oh, yeah. And that's what that, yeah. that was a festival that we played with uh, Three Doors Down and uh, Ten Years yeah. and Hell Yeah, Pop Evil. There's there's always good, good festivals and different, yeah, was, different shows really going on there. Uh-oh. They're coming for us, Tony. They found my stash. <laughs> I was going to say, the nice part about pre-recording these is that you can edit that out, but eh, hell with it. We'll keep the siren yeah, in. Yeah, man. <laughs> keep, it, keep it authentic. So who were your inspirations that kind of led you into to do this for a living? Um, for my brother and I, we could probably uh, refine it down to Rage Against the Machine, U2, Bob Marley, uh, Stone Temple Pilots. I know Tony has a, a soft spot in his heart for Stone Temple Pilots, too. Uh, Incubus. And uh, believe it or not, the the zinger Third Eye Blind. Ooh. That that that's a, that one's very. Uh, my brother and I are extremely partial to that band. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, we just. Uh, I don't know. We wanted to. Uh, my brother, especially, you know, he wanted to. He started singing, and uh, he wrote the first song he ever wrote was a song called Heaven. Uh, shortly after our grandmother passed. And, oh, uh, was that the the inspiration then? Yeah, it? yeah. It actually it started when our grandmother passed, and we ended up finishing it and recording it for the record shortly after our cousin had passed away. And so, um, yeah, he he kind of he wanted to rock out and, and and have a voice and a platform. And as soon as I went through puberty, I was rocking along with him too, you know. And then the band stopped sucking when i joined <laughs> of course yeah no picked uh, up the guitar <laughs> yeah no we we did a lot of work in las vegas uh, to to garner somewhat of a uh, a fan base and and then more so more so is like uh, okay maybe we could do this. let's do this we're gonna make this happen and uh along the way you know finally we've got to a point where we have great artists and musicians by our side rocking with us like tony and brian Maderos, who's who is the new guy now and uh, this new record is really going to showcase the synergy of, of where we are at, at this, this point in our careers. So you said uh, Heaven was the first song that, was, that, that was written? That my brother ever wrote, yeah. 
Very, very, very and then that wasn't recorded yeah, it wasn't. until years your and years first and years and years nationally ago. released yeah. album. Yeah. And then how, how did how did things hook up with uh, Ash Costello that you guys got her? Uh, well, we're on the same label, and yeah. uh, we were actually looking to do... We were going to have Maria Brink uh, oh, sing okay. on it. She actually did a version of that song. But management and what they were doing with blood and their their whole their whole push, it kind of wasn't syncing up. So we're like, okay, let's try somebody else. And Ashley Costello, you know, Don Robertson, the president of our label, um, put it together, and um, it just worked out really great when she came through. So awesome. And I I, I do want to I I will talk a little bit with you then uh, in regards to the the first album again, but it's hard to believe that Peace at All Costs has already been out for, what's it been now, three years? In September, it will be three years, yes. And and now you have a new album coming out. Yes, Love it's called talk. Sleeping Lions, baby. Sleeping Lions. And do we do we have a release date for that yet? Or? Yeah, September 22nd. September 22nd. And the single will be out prior to that? Uh, right now, tentatively speaking, the single should be hitting uh, radio around July 31st, I believe. But that's mm. all in discussions right now with management and label and the radio team. So we're, we're kind of the last ones to find out. And when it comes to these things. And we but. can do a debut of that single right now, right? Oh, uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an acapella version of it right now. Sounds great. No, you can definitely be certain that uh, as soon as the song, the song is released, that we'll be playing it right here on irockradio.me. In the meantime... Uh, I, I was going to say, you know, we can, we can play something new if it was going to be released sometime sooner. Uh, but, you know, you have a plethora of music out there that's just all great. So whatever you want to play, what is your favorite song that you've come out with over the last uh, two albums? Tony, what song do you like the most that you have to over play? Over the last two albums, meaning Peace, at all, meaning Peace at All Costs and the new one? Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know... <laughs> You know, I still have always been really, really partial to playing "Coming for the Throne." I just felt like it was the strongest, the strongest riff this band has had, and they play the crap out of it. Okay. And uh, it's the most, it's the most palatable, big rock riff that we that this band has probably still. I would, I would say. Cool. What's your but, favorite song off the new record? My favorite song of the new album is called Dead in the Air. You'll hear it one day. All right. You'll be hearing that one later. We won't confuse you too much. Right now, let's, uh, let's throw it out there. It's coming for the throne otherwise on irockradio.me.